Yeah, this is the, um, the Global Missions Podcast, and this is going to be part two. Uh, last uh, previous episode, we, we um, had the uh, opportunity and, and uh, just the privilege of visiting with our global family from around the world and hearing of uh, different things that God's been doing during the uh, difficult year of 2020. But as we know, um, nothing is too difficult for God. All things are possible with God. So uh, we heard stories of how God has been faithful through the year of 2020 in, diff in diff different parts of the world. And so in part two here, we're going to continue on, um, continuing to hear stories of our global family from our global family. And uh, with this episode, we're going to go ahead and start uh, with our brother Gopal, who is in, in Nepal. So go ahead, Gopal. In 2020, when uh, the pandemic came here also, like in everywhere in the world, and uh, many people lost their work and job in our local area. And with the help of FBC and from our source site also, and we uh, distributed uh, grocery and other foods to the very needy people. And uh, many knew that chores uh, uh, are very helpful for them. And they also, chores uh, we were able to show God's love through this work. And uh, many people uh, are in contact with us from that time. And when, the, when we were not able to gather, get together in the church uh, for fellowship, so we started a small house fellowship in every villages, uh, in some places, uh, a small group in some places, only one house uh, family where uh, get together and uh, we started fellowship there. And their neighbors were free, free time, and they have no, uh, work to go outside. So they also came to listen uh, uh, when we we're doing fellowship there. And many uh, people came to our fellowship when we we're doing uh, fellowship in small groups. And uh, in some groups, uh, new family uh, came. From that time, they are still coming to church and uh, they know God now. And in one place, uh, it was from far from our Rasgad Bible church. There were uh, three, four family before, uh, but in lockdown time, we were doing continuously fellowship there in one house. Our some uh, local church leader were uh, giving fellowship there and uh, uh, two, three family, new family came there. In lockdown time, they have no work. So they also came to listen and uh, still they are coming. And uh, uh, it is a little far. So we are starting weekly fellowship from uh, next uh, coming Thursday there. And we are starting a new church there and we are, we are giving new church there and doing weekly fellowship there. And uh, hardly uh, many people from our uh, local area and from Nepal goes uh, to Middle East and other countries for jobs. And uh, when lockdown started here and everywhere, we connected our people whom we know already 
and he started online meeting with them. And they also bring other friends they knew there. And uh, continuously we were giving fellowship, uh, doing fellowship with them. And yesterday also uh, we had one a Zoom meeting with the people from Nepal. They are in uh, Middle East and South Korea, Japan and Malaysia. And I shared them God's love to the to his people and to other uh, to the world. Uh, so we were able to connect uh, in online meeting with many people, and uh, and in the lockdown time, uh, many of our youths have no have no job, no. They have not go to college also, college and school. So they, uh, some of them joined uh, Bible online Bible school, online Bible college, and still they are doing. And uh, uh, and and I have a big uh, uh, desire to write a book from many last many years, and because uh, we have connection with more than twenty churches around us. And many believers, I knew that many people, uh, when they first come to Christ, they think that they are sinner and Jesus uh, saved their life. But slowly they think that they have to do something for Jesus because they uh, think that they, Jesus gave them life. So they have to do something for him. And uh, to be saved for longer, they have to do something. They have to preach. They have to. Uh, give offering like that. They slowly go to, unknowingly uh, uh, they will follow the law. So I, I was thinking to write a, a book for them. Uh, so I, 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 I was able to write a book. It has uh, 25 chapters. It starts from the creation to Christ and also uh, ends, the last chapter ends with the uh, only the work of Jesus. He did everything for our <clears throat> sake and he saves us. To be saved, we should not do any work because Jesus did everything. But we do good things because we love God. His, uh, his, his spirit inspired us to do good things. And uh, it explains this and it is ready now and it is ready to go to uh, praise. And uh, uh, many, uh, I, I explained uh, shortly uh, with the pastors about this book and the many pastors are very encouraged and uh, they all, they, they asked me when the book comes, printed and comes and uh, they, they will teach the books in their sources. <clears throat> so uh, uh, in this uh, last year, uh, First, we were able to show God's love through church by uh, helping them with grocery and foods. And secondly, uh, we were able to start many small uh, house, small group fellowship, and uh, their local people were able to listen gospel. And thirdly, uh, we were able to connect uh, many people who were aboard our job and uh, still we are continuously meeting them in Zoom. And uh, some of our uh, church youths are 
doing uh, Bible uh, online classes. And uh, I was uh, able to write a book with the, using the lockdown time. So we, mm. even it was, uh, it seems that the virus is not very bad, even though we got many good things from this pandemic and we got many help in last year's, benefits in last year's. Thank you. That's great, Gopal, thank you. And um, so did you, did you write the book in um, English as well so that we can enjoy it? <laughs> I think uh, I will not, <laughs> it, it will be, that's uh, so good. <laughs> no, that's but fine. I, I published a book in English and Nepali, only title. Yeah, no, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't figure that you did. I just thought it'd be that'd be really, uh, really nice to read it. But no, I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's awesome. What a what a testimony of what of what God's uh, doing and, um, and 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 has done. So thank you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, who uh, who would like to share next? Cedric. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, Cedric. Please do. Go ahead. Well, the um, from a personal perspective, I think the, um, the coronavirus, because of our um, our government laws, we were restricted to our homes, and uh, that sense of confinement was um, bothered me a lot. I think I didn't like to be confined. Uh, I like being out there teaching and interacting with people. And just being confined was very suffocating. But then I, I was, the Lord reminded me of, um, of Jonah. Jonah in, in the second, second chapter of Jonah, after he rebelled against God, God had him confined to the belly of a fish. And inside the fish, the belly of the large flesh, fish, he had to, he had to deal with himself and with God. And, um, and in his prayer, where he prays out to God from a sense of confinement, um, Jonah come, come to grips with, uh, with himself. And I think that is what um, the, um, this, the time had done for me. It enabled me to come to grips with myself and to see how simple the self is um, and how debilitating that can be. And so with a sense of confinement, it led me to a realization that... Um, that in the flesh dwelleth no good thing, and that we need to trust the Lord even more. On the other hand, um, I've been struggling for years to finish, in last two years I've been struggling to finish the translation of um, creation to Christ. Not creation to Christ, the translation of knowing God. It's quite a mammoth task. It has, it has 402 pages, and to translate translate that into Afrikaans is a quite a challenge because Afrikaans is a completely different language to English. And with the hours that I had available, I was able to finish the task. I think I have only one more lesson left to finish it. But um, that um, lag has allowed me to sit down and to really put some effort into completing the um, Creation to Christ translation. So I, I'm thankful for God for that. And my wife uh, was concerned that I could spend eight hours just working with it because she said I don't have that. So my temperament is not to sit still for eight hours 
and um, and and that that has allowed me to the Lord has allowed me to finish that. Mm. Um, we also thank the opportunity with fellowship who has made money available to um, uh, to work with um, some of the churches I'm part partnering with are in one of the most dangerous areas in South Africa as well as the most some of the funds that fellowship had uh, had made available we were able to feed about 150 families during the period. I'm grateful for that. Um, enormous, but since many people have lost their jobs and source of income uh, with, the, with the funds that was made available, we were able to, um, to bless others uh, during this time of difficulty. Uh, also, the ministry that we had, my wife and I, while, when we were home, was with uh, Malawian refugees here in our area. And uh, we were meeting with them once a week, and we were also able to... Um, to uh, to help where they would need. But what was most encouraging was the local church here has, has jumped on board uh, to take over that ministry um, with us. We, we felt that we were doing it maybe with another family, but the local church wasn't really interested. But uh, through the COVID crisis, the local church really came on board and they have, um, they have assisted in, in some of those, and some of the needs within the refugee, within that community. Uh, some of the men in the church who owned or new businesses were able to get some of these guys employed long term um, so that they could have a source of income. And with that, I, I've, I've seen the value of the local church. Um, God has made the local church as a more than just a place to go to on a Sunday morning, but really as a um, as his means of blessing the community. And the local church here has really helped us out with the um, with the ministry. We um, we also been um, been blessed with the um, with the fact that uh, that um, my daughter was um, was been taken up in the U.S. Navy and she's been away from us for for now a year and a half. Um, but we are grateful that even during the COVID period, God has provided for her. Um, and uh, even in the local church here, we have not suffered any loss uh, in terms of people who have died. Um, People have people uh, have suffered significantly in South Africa from uh, the uh, from from the, the negatives of the virus, but no one in our church. We have a significant portion of older people, but no one have died or even uh, has been long sick with the with the virus. I was sick for a short period of time, but none of the older folks. So we are grateful for God's protection, uh, even during that period. And so I think if I would uh, if I would. Uh, but the other thing the local church has been helpful with us is with the street ministry that we've been having. On a Wednesday night, my wife and I were involved with reaching drug addicts and prostitutes. And, um, and again, we struggled to get the local church interested. Uh, but now they have come on board. They have really um, come alongside us to, to assist and to, um, and to really provide uh, needed resources in that ministry. Um, I'm just grateful. I think if I, if I would reflect on this period, I would say the sense of confinement, uh, like Jonah, God forced me to look into myself and to see where that uh, with the Apostle Paul in me dwelled no good thing. But it also forced us to focus on the Lord. Um, another end, I, I, I come from, I come out of this experience with a, a deep appreciation for the local church. I think we treat the local church as an addendum, as an afterthought, and yet the local church is part of God, central in God's 
plan you're on earth. And, um, and I think I'd, if I would say that, I think that's a lesson I've learned from this period. That's awesome. Yeah, to see, you know, God's heart for the church and God using, using, the, using the local church as, as his body to, to show the love, support in all the areas that you're sharing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's wonderful. Thanks, Cedric. Um, who'd like to go next, share next? I uh, hope you guys can hear me. In the background, someone's cutting grass. And so um, it's been a... Um, yeah, we can hear you. It's been an interesting but good year. Um, my wife and I, Bernadette and uh, me, Michael, were missionaries that minister in Zambia and Congo. And we helped a local church by training pastoral and youth leaders to impact their churches, but also to be able to start groups to train other leaders as well. And so we've been doing that uh, for the last um, uh, two or three years. You know, we began uh, 2020 um, by having a graduation for the leaders that have um, finished uh, the Knowing God curriculum, as well as Creation of Christ. You know, and we were excited to see about 60 um, pastoral youth leaders that, you know, were excited about the, um, uh, the training and uh, wanted to be able to continue on. Uh, we had some great plans for um, 2020, but God had different plans. You know, it's interesting, personally, um, before we came to Zambia, um, I had these two great fears. The first great fear was that not getting sick while in the missions field. The second great fear was not going to an economic downturn that would impact our donations. You know, and it's interesting that uh, in 2020, both things happened. <laughs> and um, one of the things that I see that God has done is that he has uh, grew our dependence upon him and replaced those fears that uh, I had before with just faith in him. And so I do thank uh, God for the experience um, and that, um, that we do um, sometimes continue to struggle, but you know, we're, we're good. Uh, we're right where God would have us. Um, what we have been doing uh, really has been uh, working with a lot of local churches here and COVID-19 has impacted uh, many of them. Um, there brought a lot of fears to the church. Uh, many of the churches have been reduced in numbers because um, a portion of the church has um, been thinking that if they go to church, then they will catch COVID but then you see them in um, the marketplace without even a mask. And so it, it, it showed the, uh, the pastors really the importance of, um, um, of training, of being really serious about the, the training that we're doing. In addition, um, it has been a limitation in terms of um, the flow of um, funds for the church uh, many of the church members have been impacted by the economic downturn here. 
as well as, uh, so you found uh, churches being evicted when they're being rented. Uh, many of the, uh, the churches were using schools and the government uh, denied them from using schools. And so you found a lot of uh, issues going around. In fact, you even found a number of pastors uh, quitting and giving up because of the difficulties. But we thank God that uh, none of those that we've been working with have quit and they continue on to trust God in the midst of what's going on. Um, one of the things that we also have seen is that because of the, the limitations of uh, a lack of money in the, in, the, in the church, especially for the pastors, you find uh, conflicts which are coming up in their families, conflicts um, among their marriages. Uh, you found uh, couples getting uh, depressed and distressed about uh, what's going to happen. Um, because you know they still have bills such as uh, water, electricity, rentals, school fees, mm. you know, and when they see their children being affected, uh, it makes them question, you know, if they're really doing the right thing by being uh, a pastor. And uh, one of the things that it really has done is that it it has helped them to really depend upon God even more so in the midst of this COVID. Um, and um, many, of, many of them are stronger in the faith. Um, and we've had um, some excitement, even more excitement, because some of them have been able to see really the importance of the training, uh, especially the knowing God and the creation of Christ training. And so in the midst of this COVID that's been going on, they have reached out and they have started new training groups um, in the midst of what's going on in about three different cities. Um, and um, one of the things that Willie has uh, uh, taught uh, us as really is that to be able to use these new technologies such as Zoom, you know, for many of the, the pastors that we work with, internet use is very, is very rare. And so the thought was, ah, uh, this training uh, can be done on the, the internet because it was something that few of uh, the pastors had in these smartphones or computers or things of that nature. And so it was something that um, was very difficult. And so when I thank God for the, uh, the weekly uh, Zoom calls with Winchester on Monday to be able to encourage, I felt very encouraged. And one of the things it taught me was let's try it to be able to reach out to the local pastors that we've been working with. And so we um, sent them money to be able to get data to the, for those that have smartphones to be able to access the internet. And so we did um, a couple of uh, Zoom calls per month just to encourage them um, to be able to have um, a time of prayer, a time of um, studying God's word, a time of really just sharing what's been going on. And many of them shared how really they were um, encouraged by coming together from different places to be able to understand that what's happening in their local city was not just something indicative to them, but it was something that was happening countrywide. And to be able to pray for one another in different cities was very much good as well. Also, um, we discovered really that um, um, there's opportunities to be able to grow that as well. Um, 
to try to be able to continue that um, their training in some way uh, through the internet by um, trying to take advantage of um, what limitations they have and turn those things to strengths as well. We've also seen uh, in terms of the youth leadership, we've seen how um, they have been excited about um, their studies in creation of Christ and they've been uh, sharing that with their own uh, youth groups in their own churches. And also they've been uh, sharing their peers as well. Um, we've been trying to encourage them to be able to start uh, businesses and some of them have started their own businesses to be able to help them support themselves as they're training other people as well. And so um, we're excited for what God has done in 2020. We were able to uh, provide uh, some food to, to, to the donations that were given to us. We did it uh, in the summertime for the, the leaders, but also for Christmas as well. So thank you, uh, Winchester, for what you've been doing this year to encourage us and just to be able to, to guide us in terms of this training. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Uh, that's a really encouraging testimony, and um, it kind of brings to mind a passage, 2 Corinthians 10, uh, starting in verse uh, 3. Uh, this is often a passage that, you know, people are using to focus on spiritual warfare and what it's about, uh, but um, I want to have a, a, a slightly different focus. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And as you're, you know, describing the, you know, the struggle that the pastors are having, um, you know, should we remain pastors? Are we doing the right thing? Are we able to provide for our family and the arguments and things that you, you know, said, Eric's, you know, happening between husbands and wives, pastors and their wives, and, and these difficulties turning into opportunities to see their trust in God and faith strengthened. And, you know, and really that's, that's, you know, that, that's what God's doing. It's these, you know, all these difficulties, uh, trying circumstances are things that are raised up in our lives that challenge our view of God, that challenge our knowledge of God. And to the degree that we have, you know, if we're like the 10 spies where the problems were bigger than their view of God, then we're sent into a tailspin. And, but if we're like Joshua and Caleb and our view of God is bigger than our problems, then, then it just becomes opportunities to see God and trust God more. And, you know, we read through these, read through the old Testament and we hear those testimonies and it's, it's encouraging, it's exciting. You know, the, the story of God leading Israel out of Egypt and the, the miraculous things he did to lead them out is just amazing. And, and it's fun to read, but the circumstances that led to, to, to those amazing miracles and circumstances was 400 years of slavery. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine the hardship and the suffering and the struggle that existed in their lives for generation after generation for 400 years? 
And so the, you know, the circumstances that lead or that become, you know, lead to opportunities to see the faithfulness of God in our lives are real and they're hard and they're trying and often very difficult. And, and so really it, you know, it, it, and so these are things that challenge, you know, they're challenging our knowledge of God, challenging our view of God. And, and that's probably half the battle is just coming to the point where growing in the, we value growing in the knowledge of God enough that it's, you know, it's, it's worth going through whatever, you know, whatever he and his wisdom and love chooses to allow to come into our lives to bring us to that deeper level of knowing him. And, uh, but yeah, thanks for, for sharing that. That's a really good, really good testimony. Uh, who, who would like to go next? Okay, thank you. Let me be the next one. I'm sorry for being late. My internet has not been very good, but uh, I'm grateful to God for the far that uh, His grace has uh, brought us this past year and uh, even into the new year. Looking back, as I shared a bit last week regarding the ministry in Pocket and uh, the surrounding environments, it was an encouragement so much, uh, especially when we thought that uh, the ministry would uh, come to a standstill. But uh, looking back uh, for the five and a half months of lockdown, we realized that uh, less than 20% of uh, the churches in uh, Pocat were affected. And those are the churches which are close to Kapenguria. But those way out never had uh, the opportunity to close down, including the churches in Uganda. Because I remember one old man at some point when uh, the key men in uh, those sites were sharing and reminding us that uh, they had to remind the security men over in Uganda on uh, their past life and uh, reminding them that if they were going to close down the churches, it means they were sending them back to their old ways. And uh, this was a real motivation which uh, made the security personnel in Uganda allow them continue with uh, their fellowships, both midweek and Sunday fellowships, and even uh, giving us access to those locations so that we would uh, continue to share the grace of Christ. And uh, for the 12 locations which uh, we have been serving with, we personally testify of God's grace and uh, working both in churches and uh, among us, the leaders, because I don't remember any time when we were not able to visit all these locations. We've been uh, visiting and even uh, they are already waiting for this year's time to begin. And uh, this is a real encouragement because besides uh, the meetings are in, uh, in the homes, the meetings through the radio 
station teachings and uh, the weekly meetings with the key leaders, as well as uh, the teachings in the local churches. We thank God that uh, the church is growing. And uh, as I informed you last week, we have one of the locations up the, the highest part of uh, Pocket, the mountains, uh, where we have about eight to 10 churches, which we have to start them immediately because every location has have, have about 30 to 50 people who want to begin meeting together. Actually, they, they've started meeting, but they don't have a key man who could uh, continue taking them through the lessons. So this is uh, one of the areas which uh, I believe it's uh, one of the main areas of focus for us in uh, Pocket because they are really in need of the teachings first as the entire church and at the same time as uh, trying to identify key men who will uh, assist the churches in these areas because the other challenge is uh, most of the churches are in uh, locations where if you are in a truck or a bike, you will have to park them somewhere and uh, then you will have to walk for five to seven miles to those locations so that uh, they can uh, be met. So th this is one of the greatest challenges uh, in as much as, but it's one of the most encouraging facts and a motivation for us in Christ to continue trusting God and uh, walking up there, meeting with these hungry hearts, which are really craving for the teachings and uh, ready to learn and grow in Christ's grace. So it's been really a wonderful year. And even uh, in, for the time that I have been spending with uh, Gloria and the kids in Eldoret, uh, when I move over, I had uh, the opportunity to meet with one of uh, the pastors from around whom uh, Gloria and the kids have been meeting with. And uh, so they had an opportunity to share with him about the message of grace. And uh, he was really interested. In fact, uh, I am meeting with him tomorrow to start working with him through creation to Christ so that uh, maybe after that he would uh, later create time so that we can be meeting with them. So other, in, all in all, I would uh, say that this period in as much as it has been a real challenge, as far as the ministry is concerned, it became one mode of uh, opening opportunities, especially using the radio program, we've had the opportunity to receive invitations from uh, churches which are not, haven't been part of our programs. And uh, many key leaders and pastors from those churches are also shown interest to join uh, the teachings. And uh, I, I believe this is part of uh, what we will be considering this year. Otherwise, the churches in uh, East Pocket, in Maraquet, in Sengwer, in uh, 
Pokot and uh, in Uganda are all on the right track as far as uh, we are today. The most churches are now well off, especially the Timothys, whom we've been mentoring, are really working and working with the churches out in uh, Christ to assign some up our church because of the financial support. Because I regard it as a challenge because this was the time when those whom we thought were well off were the most affected, especially the city churches, the, the urban churches around Kapenguria were the ones now who are in need of our time. Unlike what it's been at first when uh, there wasn't, uh, they were so busy with their businesses, even the key leaders, they were so busy with their government jobs. Unlike this time now, they had to create time where we would uh, even visit the key leaders. They would make and create time in their homes where we would uh, walk them through the lessons, teach them and encourage them because they had to meet uh, as cell groups in, uh, ho at, in homes. And uh, so they, were, they had to split so in so many locations, which demanded that uh, all the key leaders had to be taken through the lesson so that they would uh, continue with the teachings. So it was a real encouragement. And uh, this also assisted us and the key men on, in the various locations to facilitate the trainings and the teachings for the churches way out there. Even uh, this at the time when uh, accessibility to the restrictions the government had put on you know we they had to we had to create a mode where social distancing would be possible in as much as at some point it, it wasn't that much possible but uh, we are grateful because by God's grace all the churches which are way out there, never had any, anyone from among the churches being uh, or a test positive of the COVID-19. And uh, this was a real motivation and a testimony, especially for those young believers out there that trusting in God is a, a reality and indeed God protects at such a time where the when challenge when it was challenging as this and uh, one final thing we really grateful to God because despite the challenge I think this was one of the years in pocket when where famine was at the lowest level we had uh, the least number of people who, whom we would uh, consider that they were suffering from uh, like uh, hunger and some, something as such. Otherwise, majority were well off this time and uh, it was a real motivation and encouragement. So we're really grateful for your prayers, especially as the church whom we serve and work together, 
we really thankful to God that uh, you've continued to support us spiritually and uh, through prayers and uh, as well as physically because uh, the churches that we, we are working with um, actually are not yet able to support including hey, Zacchaeus, we, uh, we, we missed it. We missed that last part, but um, yeah, he's gone now. Um, Anyway, for those that don't know um, the POCOT context, um, Zacchaeus, James, and David are working to equip uh, pastors and church leaders of somewhere between 200 to 300 churches that are really spread out uh, in East POCOT and West POCOT. West Pocot is up in the mountains. Uh, it's a um, very fertile area. They get a lot of rain. And East Pocot is down in the Rift Valley, and it's very barren uh, desert area. Uh, so the, the famine that he was talking about um, takes place mainly in East Pocot. And um, and so it's a real spread out area uh, that he and the other guys travel to to reach all these pastors and church leaders. And, and so like in West Pocot, there's churches in the cities and the towns, um, but then there's churches out way out in the mountains, uh, then churches, you know, in the Rift Valley in the desert area. And, uh, and so, you know, this type of thing is really interesting normally. You know, it's the rural mountain wilderness churches that, uh, especially in the East Pocot, that are, you know, have the hardest time. Uh, but then all it takes is a, uh, a pandemic to hit the city and cities are shut down and closed and almost become more difficult than living out in the mountain areas um, where you're kind of isolated and life continues on you know like normal and um and so yeah the the um the tide kind of turns a little bit and and uh for these churches and situations like this but uh yeah who who would like to go next yeah uh good afternoon can you hear me yeah hey john john's in malawi yeah Good afternoon, uh, good morning, good evening. <laughs> uh, it's really glad to, to connect uh, this Monday. Um, let me just go straight ahead because uh, I have my colleagues with me that would want to share as well so that I don't take the whole time. I, I really want to thank God for, for his grace uh, upon my life personally. Uh, 2020 has been uh, an amazing year for me, you know, uh, despite the challenges, but I think I have never been involved in ministry since I arrived Malawi as I have in, in, in the year 2020. You know, we, we arrived this country uh, halfway into the year 2018, and then uh, we got exposed to, to the grace teaching. You know, uh, personally, I, I, I know, I would say I know grace, but I don't have knowledge 
you know, about grace to the point that I can be able to communicate it to, 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 to someone, you know, so much so that I don't even talk about it, you know, especially when I meet people that really, really are not knowledgeable about the Bible, you know, but coming to Malawi and then get uh, uh, in contact with the grace teaching has really opened my mind and then has really, really, you know, educate me on what grace is. And not just that, 2018 and then the whole of 2019 was like a preparatory year for me, you know, into uh, launching me out to teaching, you know, uh, the Bible, most especially in the areas that has to do with grace. And that was why 2020 for me was such an amazing, you know, year because it gives me it gives me, you know, ample opportunity to share Christ in a different perspective that I used to, to share it with regards, you know, to grace. Um, and I think one, one motivational thing also was because of the fact that uh, back home in Nigeria, where we come from, you hear every day about devastating stories, you know, how the church and Christians have been persecuted, you know, by, by insurgents and all that, you know. So, so anytime I think about that or I hear a story uh, concerning the attack and all that, it kind of make me feel I need to speed up you know, on, 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 on sharing the gospel here in Malawi. Because it's almost like what happened 30, 40 years back in Nigeria, you know, when Christians are so neglective when it comes to sharing the gospel, so much so that the part that they ought to have shared the gospel, they neglected it. And that is exactly the part that has, you know, become a winch on you know, to them. So I see that more like reflecting here in Malawi. And so even if I want to slow down, when I think about what is happening back home, I'll be like, what will become of Malawi in the next 20 years, 30 years or 40 years to come? Now that Islam is really, really gaining its footings here in Malawi. And I feel the right message of this last day is actually for people to really, really understand the message of the grace. So that is why 2020 has become an amazing year. And through the grace of God, uh, we have been able to plant, you know, two churches here in Malawi, courtesy, you know, uh, what we're doing as a result of the grace teaching. And also uh, the year 2020, uh, God has helped us to organize, you know, a seminar where we take people through uh, creation to Christ. And the testimony that come forth after that, you know, was so amazing. And I think it has prepared us and has given us, you know, a good footing to start 2021 with. You know, there are a couple of churches that you know, wants to partner with us in the grace teaching. 
you know, in their, in their opinion, they have never ever, you know, heard the gospel in that aspect, where they will be taught the Bible chronologically, you know. So that is, that is, that is so amazing. And also it is in the year 2020 that uh, I had, we had an accident when we were coming back from a mission field, uh, you know, after, after, you know, uh, visiting a mission field and then having an opportunity to share the gospel coming back, we had an accident, you know, that, that, that we lost two of our tires. But to God be the glory, we came out alive and hearty and healthy. And then five, six months into the year, we were coming back from that same mission field that we had an accident. You know, in September, we were returning. That same spot where we had an accident, the same car knocked off. <laughs> you know, the engine knocked off. But that didn't even stop us. In fact, it, 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 it motivated us and created an anger in us to say, perhaps God is telling us that we, we have to start off a church in that same spot where the accident and the engine knocked off. And by the grace of God, uh, we intend to hold an outreach somewhere later in the year, around April, when the rain has ceased, you know, to see what God will do and then to... To, to really see the possibility of starting, starting a church there. Mm -hmm. So for me, to my remembrance, this is thus far God has led us into the year 2020. Amidst the COVID-19, it is, or it was, you know, an opportunity to really, really share Christ. Because, you know, the COVID thing came with fear in the hearts of people, you know, it came with, you know, uh, devastation in the life of people. So that has given an opening to really, really share Christ. Uh, Stewart is here. I, I believe he would want to, to, to say something. Uh, James, James Banda as well is here, but somehow, somehow it's like the demons of fever has, has attacked him. So he's somehow lying down, sleeping, taking a rest. Maybe if he's strong enough, he may come up to, to share too. Yeah, over to you. <laughs> good morning and good afternoon, evening, good evening to you all. Hey, yeah. Stuart. Hi, Thanks Stuart. for joining us. And uh, just so our viewers know what John was saying about the demon of fever, he was... Uh, he wasn't serious. So I just want to, I just want to make that clear to everybody. Uh, talking about the year 2020, it has been a year which has been uh, a good year, so to speak, because it was the year that I left Mulanje for Brantai, and I remember when I was living there. Uh, most of the people were concerned that I'm leaving the church and they, they will have uh, some difficulties on how to reach other people. But I tell you from the uh, experience that we, we received through grace teachings, it makes, it made me uh, to have confidence that 
it's not by our work or by our might that it, people, if you are preaching or teaching, people will hear the gospel. But it was through the grace of God that the spirit of God is ministering to everybody. So I was able to encourage these people that they have to uh, trust God. They have to be uh, rely on God that everyone who is teaching or preaching is just a vessel. It's the Holy Spirit who preaches or teaches to them. And uh, from that point, I, uh, I've been hearing the news that the church has been growing uh, in number and uh, in spirit as well. To the extent that they are planning to extend the church, uh, that is the building to extend the building. And also, uh, uh, even the membership itself has also increased. Not to speak that uh, uh, this church, um, um, uh, the majority of them is the youth. But I can tell you through this youth, they are, uh, God is doing so many things, so many wonderful things. So uh, to talk about it, there has been a year which has been an eye-opener, so to speak. Like in other, another form or another way, I've been, uh, I'm in a certain group or a WhatsApp group for the youth. And when, uh, during the 20, that is 2020 March, when the, uh, when Malawi was locked down because of COVID-19, people were filled with fear. And uh, through the grace teachings, I was able to talk to them that fear is part of the tool that Satan is using to, 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 to intimidate people. So I was able to encourage them that when you trust and believe in God, that everything God uh, is doing is it works for the good of us through that people were encouraged and now they stopped complaining and uh, life is like simple out uh, to them and uh, in, a, in, a, in another uh, uh, way or another note is that uh, through this uh, COVID as the Reverend uh, uh, Maman said we are able to open another church in Bangwe because the Whilst I was in Brantai, I was not able to travel frequently to Durand uh, just because it is a longer, a longer distance. And also the um, transport was uh, increased the address maybe three times the price that we were paying before. So because of that, uh, we resorted to open a, a church. And the, by the grace of God, the church is now uh, growing uh, each and every time. And even people are now able to grow uh, spiritually because we were able to start with the creation to Christ. And uh, as I'm speaking now, we are about to finish the uh, book because we started in May and now it's uh, January, but we are about to finish the book. So it's all about the grace that God is uh, still uh, ministering through us and also giving us. Uh, coming back to uh, Mulanji Church, where I was before, uh, like last week, uh, we, we lost a brother there, and uh, the uh, corpse were to be taken to his home village, which is far from the church. But uh, through that, uh, when they went to the funeral ceremony, 
uh, people who came to attend the funeral ceremony were uh, somehow underrating the elders because of the way they uh, they uh, they look, like just because they are young people, and uh, because of that, they were thinking that they don't have the knowledge of God, not knowing that because they have been going through these great teachings, these people are spiritually mature, though they are young. But uh, after the sermon, after the burial sermon, now the people were asking about uh, this uh, our church, where we are, uh, this church is, and how they can join the church, of which it, uh, it tells us that uh, these people were uh, convicted through the uh, way uh, God uh, ministered through these young people. As such, uh, uh, they are now planning on how to open a new church in that uh, village. So uh, in short, I can say that 2020 has been a good year for us. And just yesterday, uh, we went somewhere around here, Blanta, whereby we were, we were, we were invited uh, to, to talk to them that they want to join us or to partner us. So they wanted us to, to uh, they wanted to ask, uh, to hear from us what we are teaching because they heard that the teachings that we are teaching is different to those that they were, uh, they, they knew before because one of the people that invited us from that church was the one who uh, attended the uh, 23rd October meetings whereby we invited uh, uh, pastors and leaders from other churches around Branta. So through that pastor, people uh, now came to know us and uh, come to know, uh, to know the teachings about creation to Christ. So through that, I can say that it, it, it seems that God is doing so many things through us here in Branta and here in Malawi. Uh, so thank you very much. Yeah, praise uh, the Lord. Ah, up up from the grave he arose. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, know. Um, I know. Uh, this malaria it, it cannot stop me at least to testify about uh, what happened in 20, 2020. Uh, as uh, already my colleagues has already uh, what happened during um, the year of 2020. Actually, let me start by uh, giving a testimony uh, uh, for my own, you know, uh, spiritual life. Um, when I started, you know, uh, studying the, the teaching of uh, grace, actually, I've seen, you know, uh, uh, an improvement, actually. Uh, since we started, you know, uh, we started, if it is not, uh, that is 2014, uh, when we started, uh, you know, teaching, uh, I mean, uh, learning about the, the, the teaching of grace. But uh, up to now, I can, I can assure you that uh, I'm, not, I'm not the one. I'm, I'm, I'm at a certain level whereby, you know, I'm, I'm able to understand what, what the scripture is all about. So it has, it has already, you know, it has uh, helped my, my, my spiritual life. Now, uh, talking about um, 
the year 2020. The year 2020 to, uh, uh, to, to us as Malawians, actually it was like um, a blow. We didn't even know what would happen because even the government was, was shaken with the coronavirus and the like. Uh, some churches were closed, but we were able, you know, to move, we were able to teach, we were able, you know, to testify to the people individually. We didn't even stop. Uh, so that also indeed helped us because um, we have seen, you know, the hand of God, you know, uh, going together with us throughout the year uh, 2020. As already Reverend Maman has already testified about um, the, the accident which uh, happened when we were coming from Kota Kota. Uh, I was the one driving, but uh, actually uh, God saved us. Otherwise we would have been, you know, uh, talking another story that he, uh, James, Steve and the uh, Maman, they are no more, we have gone, but he, God was, was with us. So uh, we made it and the church is there. Uh, people are enjoying the teachings of uh, grace teachings. Um, we are just communicating and the, even the, uh, as, as Mama has already said that he, the same place we uh, are involved in accident, uh, we are also planning to, to go there for, you know, um, uh, for evangelism. And finally, we are sure that we are going to open a, a church there because we have we had some, you know, discussions with people uh, around that area, and they, they indeed welcomed us to go there uh, when the lanes stop. So actually, we we will go there and they, uh, uh, you know, uh, meet our uh, fellow friends there. Um, uh, about the seminar which uh, was arranged, actually, it has already. I mean, it has also helped us because the we managed, you know, to 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 uh, to share uh, the great teachings to uh, those people who are not members of Egwa. So we shared, you know, the, the the gospel. We shared the word of God, and the people were very very happy with the even the the response itself. It shows that they were very happy and they they are positive to uh, to welcome the teachings of grace. Mm. So. We haven't even stopped there. Um, most of the time, I do go uh, with Reverend Maman and uh, some Equa members to uh, plant a lunch our fellowship to teach about the same uh, grace teachings. Mm -hmm. Whereby I tell you, people, uh, uh, you know, are welcoming the teachings, and the, uh, that is why, uh, as the steward has already said, that yesterday went somewhere in Blanta. Uh, these are the fruits of uh, grace teachings. When we started, you know, sharing with those people from uh, Blunt and Lunch Hour Fellowship, they were inspired. They were, you know, amazed to see, ah, you mean so here in Malawi we have these teachings. So they were, they welcomed us. And we, we do go there time and again at least to share, you know, the word of God. And that is why they took the same teachings to the place where we went yesterday. And even there, um, I know God is going to do, you know, a great because of the grace teachings. Uh, so uh, actually, even if, even if Malawi, you know, this time around uh, this COVID issue, it does also uh, rise up and it is just all over. 
uh, when we were changing the government here in Malawi, uh, during the campaign, they were saying, uh, there's no coronavirus, this and that. When they enter into the government, then, you know, now it has come now to them, you see? So uh, they, are, they were about to announce that they will be locked down and, and the like. So I, I tell you that will not even stop us to teach about the, 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 the grace teachings. Because even personally, uh, Reverend Maman can go uh, the, uh, the, the place where he's, where he's uh, based in. I even knew I myself go nowhere. And everyone who is receiving uh, our colleagues who are not here, like Mananisa, uh, uh, Mikundi, we can't even stop, you know, to, uh, to teach about these uh, uh, great teachings. So uh, actually, uh, uh, these teachings, uh, you know, they are helping us uh, uh, time and again in our spiritual lives. So, thank you very much. That's uh, what I wanted to share with you guys. And uh, just to encourage you that uh, whether coronavirus or no coronavirus, but the word of God will keep on, you know, going. Mm -hmm. We are going to teach, you know, the, tr the truth to the world up until, you know, Jesus comes and he uh, will find us while you're teaching the, the you know, the, uh, the uh, uh, gospel, uh, gospel. Thank you very much. Yeah, praise God. Thank you guys for sharing. And uh, it's really, really refreshing to hear your passion and excitement, even while you have malaria and a fever. And uh, so it's just, uh, yeah, we praise the Lord for the th great things he's doing there in Malawi and in and through you guys. And uh, it's uh, it's it really is a joy for Jim and I to work together with all of you, and um, mm -hmm. we we so much uh, enjoy the times uh, we can spend together. Um, you know, this year has been especially trying for us in that we can't visit in person, and that's something that we always really enjoy is being together in person. And uh, but Lord willing, uh, we've now entered a new year and. Hopefully things will open up again here soon. So we have Mexico yet to hear from, uh, Victor and Fernando. Hello everyone, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Eh, realmente eh, no es tan diferente en México del de resto del mundo. El problema con el COVID. Empezamos un año tal vez eh, muy despacio aquí. No había mucho, mucho contagio. Pero a partir de medio año hacia el final del 2020 tuvimos muchos contagios. Yeah, it's uh, in general the COVID... Uh infections was about the same everywhere uh the same in mexico as everywhere uh, we in south mexico started really slow but in the middle of the year was uh, it ramp up it was very high the infection level nosotros en el mes de junio mi esposa y yo y algunos miembros de la iglesia tuvimos covid Pero por la gracia de Dios, el Señor nos sanó y, y gracias a Dios estamos me, mucho mejor ahora. By June, my wife and myself and some members of the church got infected by the COVID. And 
it was a hard time, but now now we're better than I mean we we by the grace of God we went out and we did well and we're doing better now. Eh, ahora mismo eh, yo soy originario de la Ciudad de México, pero estoy en el sur de México. Yeah, I'm from Mexico City, but I live in the south of Mexico. Eh, y ahora mismo mi familia en México están infectados de COVID en, en Ciudad de México. And right now my family in Mexico is infected by the COVID virus. Mm, pido de sus oraciones y espero en Dios que Dios les pueda sanar. So I ask you for your prayers and we hope that they can be healed. Realmente esta situación de la pandemia ha resultado para bien en general. This uh, pandemic situation has been for good in general. Hemos tenido, hemos tenido la oportunidad de reunirnos a través de las cosas virtuales como el Zoom o el Face. Y hemos tenido we have been able to meet through Zoom or Facebook. Hemos tenido la oportunidad de estar estudiando como en cada una de las iglesias de ustedes. Hemos tenido la oportunidad de estar estudiando un poco más cada día, cada día. Uh, we have had the chance to be studying uh, with other, with the church. The same as you. With, with, we have been having the chance to study with others, like in a daily basis. Siempre he pedido a Dios para que Dios levante líderes y levante este, los ancianos aquí en la iglesia y por un largo tiempo no habíamos visto nada de esto. I've been praying for a long time for God, I mean to God for lifting up uh, leaders, new leaders in the church and we, we had not seen that for a long time. Eh, ahora mismo uh, hay un poco más de liderazgo especialmente con los jóvenes. Los jóvenes están empezando a, a reunirse. Hay un joven que llegó, Dios lo trajo a la iglesia y, y él ha estado por dos años y lo hemos estado, lo he estado discipulando y ahora él es el líder de los jóvenes. Uh, the, the youth has been uh, also meeting together and there's one young man that God brought, brought him to the church and he's been taking the leadership uh, role with the youth and he's been disciple for for two years now. Hemos hemos tenido diferentes grupos. Hemos podido tener la oportunidad de reunirnos con la iglesia en Guadalajara que está en la zona media del país y ha resultado realmente de mucha bendición todas estas reuniones. We've been, besides being uh, studying here through the internet, we also have been able to meet with other churches, with the church at Guadalajara, that is uh, in the center west of the country. And that's been a blessing as well. Realmente no sabemos cuánto tiempo vaya a durar esto, pero lo que sí sabemos es que Dios sigue sigue trabajando en el corazón de cada uno de nosotros y eso nos anima a seguir compartiendo las buenas nuevas con los demás. We don't know how long is this going to last, but uh, we know the Lord is, has been working in our lives and that encourages us to, to keep sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Tenemos la oportunidad de eh, los domingos abrir la señal del, 
por el Face y gente fuera de la iglesia nos está viendo, está escuchando el mensaje acerca de la gracia, acerca de la cruz y realmente para nosotros eso es muy motivador para seguir compartiendo a través de la señal del Face. On Sundays through Facebook we are opening the, the, the meeting and some outsiders have been listening to the message of the grace and the message of the cross and that encourages us to keep on uh, teaching on that. Estamos compartiendo los materiales de creyentes para creyentes en crecimiento, todos los que tenemos traducidos al español. Y estamos muy animados en seguir este, estudiando todas estas lecciones. Yeah, we're, we're sharing uh, the lessons of the chronological lessons. And we're very encouraged to keep on sharing them. Muchas gracias. Un saludo. Thank you very much. And regarding the church in Guadalajara, we are in the west of Mexico, west, center west. And uh we 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 thank the lord for 2020 um what what we have thinking of this year as we hear man the world saying that it was a bad year and even within the church that we hear people getting sick and people passing away uh, relatives, friends. Uh, uh, we believed it, it was an amazing year for the church that we can, I mean, a great opportunity, as you said, to teach and share the message, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, we uh, think it was not a bad year. We are happy with, uh, I mean, we, even though we went through struggles and financing and many, many people losing their jobs and, and losing relatives, uh, we think it was, a, it was a, good, a good year. What we realize, and I mean, when, when the church gives thanks for the year, we realize that we still are very focused on ourselves. And that's what, makes us uh, suffer and feel lost and, and but as we grow in knowing God and we can focus on him and realizing that we're just uh, pilgrims in this earth and our focus is in the heaven in the heavenly places and that we've been blessed and that we don't belong to this to this earth that that gives us a big encouragement to keep on um, keep on walking the Christian life not watching to the not looking into the circumstances uh, we know we're in the end in the ending times as I mean we see the God calling his church sending this pandemic and putting the, the world in, in struggles and all that we saw. But we, we can see the love of God drowning more people towards him. And we're very thankful for that. And for now we realize that what is coming that all the changes uh, and governments 
and economic uh, difficulties. Uh, we see, we noticed a new message for the, that the world is sending. And now I would like to share this with you. Uh, that is the, the increase uh, growth in love, in the self-love of the humans. And you can see this in social media and all the everywhere that it says you should I mean, you you had you struggled during 2020. It's good for you to to give you a hug, to to love yourself, and so we see we see that, and we believe as a church, and we've been uh, learning from that from from that that, as you can see on Second Timothy three, that the end of times will be uh, people that love themselves uh, or self lovers. And so just to be aware of that, that it's a great opportunity as well to, to teach the church to not to look to ourselves, but to look to God and keep focus on that. And things might get worse. We don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, from a worldly point of view, but if as we can... Uh, walk looking into Jesus and just focus on himself. Um, no matter what happened, we're going to be uh, content and just waiting for, for that hope that we have. That's all I, I have to share. Yeah, thank you, Fernando and Victor. And um, <clears throat> the um, COVID's kind of pushed you guys into the same sort of thing. It has us in missions. Um, it's, it gave us kind of the push we needed to start using Zoom, and which has given us the opportunity to actually have more interaction and more frequent interaction and connection with you guys and greater opportunities to uh, study together and things like that. And, and likewise, you and the uh and Fernando's church in, down in Chiapas, you guys have connected on Zoom and you're studying together on Friday nights, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a group uh, that studying Colossians. Uh-huh. Last for many, I mean, a long time during the during last year. And that, they, that's been awesome, yes. Uh, having the opportunity to share with other around the, the world, like now um, on Sundays, we have our brothers from Monterey, which is a city uh, also like the same size of Guadalajara, about the same size. Also, they we meet with them on Sundays. Um, we have people from the US, from France, from different places. And that's, uh, it's interesting, mm. yeah. Yeah, so that's a. Uh, before that, you your two churches, you weren't that that connected, and you weren't studying together like that, and so that's another one of the good things yeah. that's come out of this. And even even here, Scott, um, you all, uh, one of the struggles that we had in Guadalajara, since it's a uh, five six million people, it's uh, the connections. Like we all have to go to work and mm -hmm. and it's hard to get together uh, physically 
to pray and to study and I mean the times are difficult in like in a big city but now with this what happened with the zoom and so we yeah numbers increased in study time and sharing fellowshipping together through the screen though but yeah it was a good time on that too as well to to encourage each other and, and yeah enjoy fellowship through through the media as well yeah yep amen all right well i want to thank you all for uh joining us and and taking the time out of your schedules and ministries to uh, just share a word of encouragement with our body. Um, I just think it's it's really, really good for our folks to be able to hear, um, just as God is faithful in our lives, uh, no matter where you're at, you know, God is omnipresent and God is faithful. And, uh, and it's really encouraging to just hear these uh, specific direct testimonies from you all. Uh, directly from your locations of uh, just how God is the same. God is, he's the same. And, um, you know, he, he is working to uh, redeem the world and, and to bring about salvation and working through the church. And, you know, there isn't a place on the face of this earth where, <laughs> um, you know, that he can't reach. And, um, and so it's just really, really, you know, some of your contexts are very remote and out in the mountains and in, you know, a wilderness and some are in cities and uh, some in, in, in closed countries where missionaries aren't free to go and some that are open and it, it just, it doesn't matter. God's, God is there and God is working and God is faithful. And so it's a uh, very, very, very encouraging. And thanks for taking the time to share and I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and and to ask ask you all to just continue to be lifting these guys and their families and their ministries and their churches up and uh, just before the throne of grace that God will continue to lead and guide and direct. Thank you all. <clears throat>